Happy New Year. I'm Mary Peichel, and this is Magic and Miracles. I wanted to talk about the concept of resolutions today, as it's January 2018. This year is a two-year and an 11-year in numerology. 11 is the master number, um, support in great shifts, and two is the year of figuring it out. The one year is coming into something new after the nine year of transition. And this year it's kind of about getting your bearing. So you'll experience some ups and downs and it's really offering you a space to bring into balance all that you have put out there. Resolutions tend to carry sort of a scary or sometimes negative um, vibration. You know, I've heard that you shouldn't set resolutions because you are putting too much pressure on yourself and you could be setting yourself up for failure and that they're not helpful. And I used to buy into that, but this is something that I've been thinking about for the past few months with 2018 coming and what do I, what are my intentions for the year coming? And what I realized is that resolutions are just intentions. And I don't really believe that setting a resolution is a negative thing or sets us up for failure. But we do need to have some tools to learn how to support ourselves in setting that resolution. And that's what I want to offer you today. And the most important tool, I think, the one that we need to ground all of the other tools we spoke about in our last podcast, and that was the practice of purification. It's that practice where every morning we surrender our hearts, our minds, our expectations over to be guided and supported by the wisdom and the peace of the universe. And we can do this in the morning. You know, I, I've i kind of gotten into good practice with this. So this is usually the first thing on my mind when I become conscious in the morning. So the more you practice it, the more you'll practice it into um, consistency. So the more you will remember to do this first thing. And when we do this first thing, it really helps us to set that expectation for the day. We've invited the Holy Spirit. We've invited the universe in to guide us and support us. We can also do the practice of purification in the moment. So when we become aware that we're in fear or that we're caught up in a story, we can stop, right? So when we get that insight, we can say, I surrender, right? I'm willing to witness my fear. And this is A Course in Miracles. I choose peace here instead. And those are all practices of purification. And we really need them to deal with what's gonna come up for us around the resolutions or the intentions that we've set. Because the minute we set an intention, we're gonna call forward all of the things, all of the core beliefs, all of the resistance, right, that is within us to be healed. Because that's the only way that we realize our intentions is to heal what is in our way. We heal our resistance to love, we heal, the negative stories, we heal the pain, we heal the suffering. So it's actually the pain, the suffering, the um, negative things that we're engaged in that will offer us the path to healing. So rather than say, you know, if I didn't have this addiction or this experience in childhood, I could have what I want. We can still have what we want, and it's those things that are getting in the way that will offer us the most direct path to them, right? So the Buddhists say, all joy comes through suffering. And what they mean is we don't have to necessarily suffer to experience joy, but 
If we set an intention around joy and suffering comes up, we ride that out. And we use the practice of purification. We use meditation to sit and be and receive what it is that's coming up for us in resistance to what it is we want. And there's something that I read and I don't know where I read it or if it came to me in a meditation, I'm not really sure, but it's this concept that if we are resistant to the problem, we are also resistant to the solution. So we need to open ourselves up to receive and to be with the entire experience, not just what we want to see or want to have happen. We have to really kind of be like, okay, this is where I am and this is what's up for me. Let me have it. Let me see what this offers me, right? Being about the gift and the opportunity and the blessing and all that we are experiencing. And when you do this work around what's up for you, um, I'm going to share a little story. I might have shared this in another podcast, but it makes perfect sense to bring it back here. The way I practice now really was cultivated through my experience in trying to have a baby. It was many, many years and you know, the last year that I experienced um, infertility, I got to a place of like surrender, like literally hitting my knees to the ground, sometimes my forehead, and just really kind of surrendering into the experience. And that was difficult for me at first. And I remember talking to one of my friends, April Hannah, some of you guys might know her. She has some great podcasts on Path 11 as well. And she said to me, maybe you could be okay with the idea of never being a mother. And I immediately had such resistance to that. And was like, no way. It is my intention. It is my ultimate resolution to be a mom. There is no way that I could go on and live any kind of happy life if that wasn't going to happen for me. And I recognize that as such resistance to the divine plan because the divine plan is, is the only one that we have, right? So we are co-creators, but things are the way they are. The present moment offers us the divine plan. And in that present moment, I didn't have a baby and I wasn't a mom and I wasn't pregnant. So I had to stop and sit with that. Like this is what it is. And I had to contemplate that maybe I could be okay. That if I were in resistance to the divine plan, that's where I would find suffering. And if I could start to just demonstrate even the tiniest mustard seed of willingness to be in alignment with what God or the universe or the Holy Spirit is serving to me, offering up to me in the present moment, then I could start to experience some peace in whatever was going to happen. And I decided that ultimately, above anything else, I wanted peace and I wanted to experience joy and I wanted to feel passionate about life and positive. And that was my ultimate resolution or my ultimate goal. And I knew through my practice that in order to do that, I had to at least be willing to be in acceptance of where I was. And I started with that. I started with, I'm willing to accept this. I don't like it. It's not, you know, what, what I would want for myself, but maybe I can get there. And as I started the path of just receiving the present moment, receiving the experience of it and opening up to the idea that what was up for me was destiny, was my divine plan, and that there's always joy and peace in that. I truly believe that. I was starting to experience some peace with where I was. And 
you know, my work started to take a new turn. I started to feel fulfilled. And then I became pregnant. Then I got the baby. And then I saw that it was really my resistance to my resistance that was maybe blocking me from getting pregnant. I can't say that that is what got me pregnant, but all suffering is resistance to love. And when we can really look at our resistance and work with it and use it in a way that serves us, we can really experience our highest our highest joy and our greatest good. And I have to say that now being a mom is so wonderful and I'm so grateful. But looking back, I'm so grateful for that time. And I had a client put it to me like this the other day that I could be spiritually indulgent. Like in that year that I worked on this, in that eight months where I was just like in surrender and reading and meditating and praying and I had all the time in the world, it was such a beautiful space. And, you know, my baby brought me that. My path to being a mother brought me that. My resistance and my suffering brought me that. So in hindsight, I can look back and see what a great experience and magical time it was for me to be in that place of, I don't know if I'm going to have a baby. You know, I'm on the other side of it now, so I see it very differently. But it was really, truly beautiful and magical and changed the way I live my life and changed what I give to the world and how I relate to my clients. So... In that dark night of the soul, it brought me so much to be grateful for and ultimately helped me to release enough resistance to receive this baby who is just amazing. And I remember that while I was doing this work, it was several months into the work of just looking at my resolution or my intention or my goal and all of the stuff that was coming up for me as an opportunity to heal. And I was praying and meditating and reading and I was folding laundry and I get into this kind of zone, meditative space where I'm folding laundry. And that's where you can be really psychic and really intuitive, right? When you're just kind of in that space of presence and sort of calm. And this voice spoke through me and said, well, what do you want? And it kind of took me off guard a little bit. And I was like, well, what do you mean? What do I want? And then I got the guidance and I heard, well, you've been doing all of this work. You've been showing up and sitting with your resistance and praying and healing a lot of stuff that you've been wanting to heal. You've created some space. What do you want now? What do you want to fill this space with? There's an opportunity and you're at a different vibration than when you were when you first came into this, um, this practice. So you have an opportunity to really manifest and create some stuff from a new vibration that you haven't experienced before. And I thought, wow, I'm like, that is amazing. And yeah, let me think about that. And that put me on a whole path of being a co-creator with the universe, right? Bringing to the universe the stuff that I could not control and the stuff that I was suffering with and just sitting with it and allowing for the universe to do its thing I could now create something fun, right? So the work was like kind of hard, although it was beautiful. I could now have fun with this. And this is where we get into really starting to achieve our resolutions, our goals, our intentions. And in psychotherapy, you know, we call them goals and intentions. And one of the ways we formulate a resolution or a goal is through objectives. We look at what is up for me around this 
goal, this intention, this resolution, and how can I support myself? And I truly believe, and I use this in my practice with my clients, meditation, prayer, journaling, the practice of purification, energy healing, all of that stuff helps to support us, right? We are spiritual beings having this human experience. We are a soul. We have a body and we need to really support that. So the way to work through the objectives and to experience the resolution or to be successful in the resolution and reach the goal is to use what's coming up for us in resistance to it. So use the problem, use it in your practice, meditate, pray around it, journal, throw all of your tools at it. And I want to point something out here that's really important. If you are struggling with this, like if you know, okay, prayer works, meditation works, or maybe it works, and I'm reading these things that sound really great, but I'm having a lot of trouble struggling to integrate this and to really practice it and believe it, get yourself a teacher. Find a spiritually based life coach that is in a tune with, you know, what you believe in. Find a therapist, maybe if you have some trauma stuff. I'm a spiritually mindfulness based therapist, so I do the trauma and this. You know, there's people out there that do this work that can help you. And, you know, I I was on this path for like 10 years before I was able to integrate it. And I really struggled with it. I struggled with the insight. You know, in psychotherapy, we say you have to have insight in order to heal. But a lot of times, you know, when we first get the insight, it causes a little more suffering because we know, great, we know, but now what do we do with it? Get a teacher to support you, a therapist, a coach to help, to help support you through this insight and, you know, the stuff that's coming up for you. I have lots of them. I've been with my one of my teachers for like 10 years she's a holistic nurse and she is wonderful she is a energy healer a kabbalist initiated to african shamanism she uses essential oils she's so great and they will help support you support you in your work encourage you give you insight so if you're struggling with any of this maybe this is a message for you maybe this is the universe speaking to you right you've been called to listen to this podcast, go find somebody, go on psychology today, go on Instagram. Like they're all over the place. Get a book, listen to podcasts. You know, a lot of teachers we're not even connected to personally, but we can learn so much just by reading, you know, what they have to put out there. So we use everything. It's not that we have these goals and these, um, resolutions, but all of this stuff is in the way so we can't achieve them. All of this stuff is in the way to help us to achieve them. It's like saying, you know, when you're meditating and all of your stuff comes up, like you want peace and you close your eyes, but you get a lot of resistance. It's only because that resistance is recognizing that you're calling for peace and all of this resistance is what's in you that is keeping you from peace. It's all going to come forward. So just keep that in mind too. When we make a resolution, all the resistance, everything that is in our way is going to come up for us so that we can heal it and release it. And sometimes we just need a little help to help us do that, some support. There's many wonderful people out there. And something else that's helpful too is we can choose our teacher, right? So the Buddhists have this wonderful saying that all joy comes through suffering. But, of course, miracles teaches us that we can choose to learn through love rather than suffering. And, you know, that's a really great choice that we have. 
I, I'll share this story. I was in a relationship for several years that really reflected back to me all of my trauma from losing my dad when I was three, right? I had major abandonment and neglect issues. He passed away unexpectedly. And one thing that's interesting is during your early development, when you don't really have a way to cognitively put things together and you don't have a way to really emotionally process stuff, it's all going to be traumatic. So if a parent leaves you purposefully, right? There's neglect and there's the story of not being good enough and unworthy and all of that. But, you know, if you're two, three, four, five, and all of a sudden the parent isn't there anymore and it's because maybe they passed away, you're still going to emotionally integrate it in the same way. And you'll grow up with those same sort of daddy issues or mommy issues or, you know, trying to work out your sense of self. And you'll, you'll find partners that will reflect to you that experience. So I was in this relationship that really just reflected back to me my lack of self-worth and my distrust in maybe men. And this relationship was a really, really difficult teacher. And while I was in that relationship, I met my husband and he was a completely different experience, right? He was able to hold space for me to come to the realization of what I was doing and what this other relationship had meant for me. And, you know, he became my next teacher and, but he was my teacher of love, right? So love can be our teacher instead. So if you are finding yourself in a experience or a position where the teacher, it could be a person or it could be a situation, not necessarily just a person where it's really rough and intense, pray, get on your knees, like hit your knees. Getting on your knees is like a, it's a, an amazing sort of um, call to surrender for the universe, like physically getting on your knees, putting your forehead against the floor, right? We see in religions and in like yogic practice when we're surrendering, like we just get down, like we physically represent surrender and that's powerful. So if you're finding yourself in a situation where suffering is your teacher, get on your knees, hit the ground and pray and ask for love to be your teacher instead. And that is a practice that I have every morning. I choose love as my teacher today. And every time I become aware that I am in suffering and I'm allowing for ego to be my teacher or strife to be my teacher, I just take a step back and I say, I choose love as my teacher instead. And we just choose and choose and choose. We choose a better path. We choose peace. We choose love. And it shows up for us, right? We shift our focus and intention to, I choose to be about the gift and the blessing and the opportunity in this thing that I'm experiencing now. I allow love to be my teacher. That's a great one that you can use. That's the one that I use during the day when I become aware that, you know, I'm serving, serving fear instead of love. And also when you're in this space, right, when you connect to the sacred flow, you become aware of your stories. And although you might be feeling your stories, and you might be in judgment, you can come to a place where you don't really believe it. I was saying this to, I have a coach now, and I was saying this to her several weeks ago, that I have, you know, being um, a child of a single mom who was widowed at a really young age, we really struggled financially. And that story has been one of the strongest stories in my life that there's just not enough. You could work really hard and have two jobs and you're just still never going to have enough money. It's going to come, but it's going to leave you. 
And I work on that every day. Abundance for me is a daily practice. I'm a child of God. God is my source. I have everything. There's nothing I need, right? So I that is like my mantra. I use that every single day. And, you know, I don't necessarily totally believe that other story now. It shows up in my life. It comes through my mind. I have some experiences around it from time to time. And it stresses me out and throws me off. But if I really sit with it, I don't necessarily believe it. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the shift. I acknowledge the shift. So that's another thing when you're working on these objectives and you start to see, wow, I don't really believe that story so much anymore. It's still up for me and I honor it and I allow it to serve me because it's still present, right? What do I still need to get out from this or learn from this? But I honor the shift, right? And that's an amazing practice too. That's going to help you to get more. Gratitude is your best frequency for abundance, for achieving your goals, for being successful in your resolution. So you have these wonderful practices that I've shared with you today, but gratitude is amazing. Start your day with gratitude and with gratitude. It is, they say your thoughts attract your experience. Well, your thoughts actually trigger a vibration or a feeling, and it's the feeling that's attracting the experience. So when the shitty feelings come up and you sit with them, right, you don't create a story that creates more shitty feelings. You're able to move through them into a better feeling space. That is what is helping you to get the miracle, right? To have the experience or to be successful in achieving your resolution. So I hope this was helpful to you, some insight and maybe some encouragement and inspiration to help you go forward this year with your resolutions and to be patient with yourself. So I want to leave you today with a practice, and this is a practice of purification. We're going to give you a different one. I gave you one last time. Um, so just close your eyes and get centered. If you're driving, don't do that. You can do this later. And just breathe, get centered, come into presence with breath. And on the in-breath, open every cell in your body to the light and peace of God. And on the exhalation, just releasing any resistance. Be willing to release resistance. Today I surrender my heart to God's heart, my mind to God's mind. I surrender my expectations to God's expectations, my perceptions to God's perceptions. I surrender my will to God's will. I allow for the universe to guide and support me today in all that it has set up for me to experience today. I am willing to receive peace, healing, love, and joy as my teacher today. Namaste. So I hope that that prayer of purification helps you. It's a pretty simple one. There's one more, um, ex one more practice that you can do, and this is a really wonderful practice. This is called Tonglin, and this is a Buddhist practice, and this will help you to be with your resistance, the stuff that's getting in the way so that you can move through it and come out to an experience of joy. And Tonglin is the practice of 
In our Western culture, we say, you know, in meditation, breathe in the positive and breathe out the negative. This is the complete opposite. This meditation is grounding you in presence of what it is you are trying to avoid. So you are breathing in the pain, you are breathing in the suffering, you are breathing in the anxiety. And I would use this when I had high anxiety, like when I had panic disorder, right? This was really tough, but this helped me to kind of break through that resistance and heal some of that panic. And you just sit with the experience and you take a breath in and you open every cell in your body. You open your mind and your heart into receiving the experience. And on the exhalation, you just attach the intention or the antidote of healing. So you're not being asked in one breath to really receive and experience whatever suffering or sadness or sorrow that is up for you. And then switching it the next breath to feel something positive. You just intend. You just hold the intention for that to come through. So breathe in the experience of panic, the constriction that you're feeling around your chest, right? Take open your experience to receiving that. And then the exhalation, just attach the intention of peace or compassion or safety. And as you practice this, what's happening is you're calling forth from within, right? You are the universe, all the wisdom of the universe, all the compassion, all the joy, all the love, all the healing is actually within you. And when you do this, you're calling that experience through to your conscious experience. So your conscious experience with practice becomes one that is more loving, that is less resistant, that is more peaceful, that is more capable, right? This is like a practice of the warrior, right? When we really take on our stuff, like Chogyam Chungpa, sorry, Chogyam Trungpa says, right? This is the path of the warrior, this life that we are living. So I hope that this message has served you today. Happy New Year, and I'll talk to you soon. Namaste. Namaste.